0: And we're live. Yo, what's good, brodies and bays? This is the Dynasty Bros Fantasy Football Podcast. Redraft on you again. This is the second one. Hey, this is where you come for your fantasy football needs. And to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co bro. Got Dynasty Bro Vic. What's up? You wore the small shirt, so the tat could show, huh?
1: Really, I just need a, a shirt that compliments <laughs> the Oakland A's hat because uh, we've been balling, man. So <laughs>
0: Shout out to that football podcast. Keep wearing baseball hats. Hey, uh, hope y'all enjoyed last week, man. We did our mock draft so you can understand how our brains go into a full draft. And, um, this week we're going to do something just as important give you guys some rankings going into the season because we know you guys got some drafts coming up. We want to give our opinions, my opinion, more than Vic's because you know. Nice, right, bro. Don't know what he talk. I'm just playing, man. Hey, we dominating though. So we're gonna do the top twelve
1: running backs in our in each of our opinions. So how you feel about that, bro? Feeling good, man. I mean, you know, it's it's redrafts. So we got these drafts that's slowly approaching. Um, so yeah, we're here to get you right. Yeah, and remember, this is redraft. So um, come
0: check us out, also. Um, because we do the dynasty side so you can come check out our dynasty rankings on our regular podcast but we will be here every tuesday give you the redraft updates letting you know who to play pick up and all of that baby so that's how we handle it
1: yeah man i want to shout out black and white sports um so again this is a exclusive fantasy show on the network so shout out to the guys
0: then my guys
1: yeah I'll, I'll dan and damon the... shout out to the guys
0: Shout out to them. If they was here, they would probably say some cuss words. Call me Malcolm Brown or Malcolm Jenkins. Yeah. And ask you why you got the A's hat on. That, too.
1: That's about right. Sounds about right. But uh, before we get started, man, let everybody know where they can follow you at. Hey, you can follow me at dot on
0: Instagram and Twitter and follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. What about you, bro?
1: Yeah, you can follow me at Chief Sosa FF on Instagram, Twitter. Be sure to subscribe. Um, also, follow our uh, Facebook group, so if you're watching there, and also our uh, YouTube channel, Dynasty Bros FF. Yeah, man, we get to it. So,
0: look, we ain't going to make y'all wait. You ready, man?
1: Yeah. When hey, I'm going to let you to... kick it off. Right, you sure, man? Yeah, we're going to we're gonna work backwards, right? Yeah, we're going
0: to start with 12, go to one. Hey, look, it was all messed up, man. I sent Vic my list. <laughs> I sent them nine players. He was like, yeah, bro, we're doing 12. I was like, oh, shit. I don't know what happened, so... Hey, look, hopefully uh, this episode is better than my preparation. All right, man, here we go. And uh,
1: Wait, wait, wait. Before you get started, how many do you think we're going to align on?
0: Man, we always align on about 20%. So I'm going to say somewhere around. Three. I, how, about, how about I know we're going to align on two. Do those count? I'm going to say three. I'm going to pick three. Okay, I'm going to pick four without looking because I think we're going to align on two automatically. All right, let's find out. All right, so look, I want to remind people this is redraft. And I want to remind people that this is PPR. It's pretty much the standard now. At least half point. If it's not full point, it's at least half point. That does make a difference in how you're going to draft these running backs. So I'm going to go with number 12, man. Mr. Joe Mixon. Look, one of the most talented running backs in the league. And everybody thinks that, you know, the offense is going to turn around because it was trash last year, you know, playing with Andy Dalton and just A.J. Green being down, you know. So here's the thing. Joe Mixon, the back half of the season, last seven games, turned it up, man. Looking like the back we all thought he could be. They started evolving a little bit more in a pass-catching game, which was still not as much as they should because he's one of the most talented pass-catching backs. Backup is Gio. It's been Gio for years. We know what Gio can do. He's there to step in when Joe Mixon goes down. So come this season, Joe Burrow's at it. T. Higgins is at it. Hey, I'm excited about A.J. Green in redraft. Healthy. Look, the offense is going to score some points, in my opinion. You give Joe Mixon some some opportunities to score, and hopefully he comes in with some better momentum than he did last year. That's why he's at my 12. And if it was in a situation where I, I could lock in some more points for this team, it would probably be higher because the talent is there. So that's my number
1: 12 running
0: back, man, Joe Mixon, Cincinnati Bengals.
1: All right. My number 12, we're going to go to Kansas City. Um, so we got a rookie, Clyde edwards Um, First running back taken off the board this year uh, in the draft.
0: Number one.
1: So, of course, he played at uh, LSU with uh, Joe Burrow that you just touched on. Um, number one. So in college, he actually had 782 yards after contact. So he's going to make a lot of guys miss. Um, and he also has 71 broken tackles. So he's in the perfect offense to make guys miss and break tackles, given you got to count for Kelsey. You know, you got a double team, Tyreek Hill. And you also got to account for Patrick Mahomes, who can also run and scramble. And you got McCole Hartman. So, given that, man, I think uh, Clyde's going to have a lot of one-on-one opportunities, especially catching the ball out of the backfield. So, he's my number 12 RB as a rookie. And remember what uh, Kareem Hunt did his rookie year in the Andy Reid offense in Kansas City. So, um, you know, I'm definitely excited for Clyde.
0: Rookie year. I think he finished RB6 his rookie year. PPR. Yep. Throwing that in
1: there. So, shout-out to Clyde.
0: I'm pretty sure – Somebody else is going to talk about him later on in their list. So let's just go to number 11, man. And, um, a guy that took off after the trade, a guy that everybody was getting tired of playing in Miami. He wasn't getting utilized with Adam Gates and he goes to Arizona with the talented Chase Edmonds, who was already starting to show and the older David Johnson, who was getting the, the run and involvement and he was getting the volume but Drake goes there and blows up and does everything that the team wants as a running back trades, David Johnson away during the off season. Look, if he can go there and get the work and stay healthy, I think that's the biggest thing. We never seen him take on a full workhorse load in a whole year by itself. So I think that's going to be the only thing stopping Drake and just, I don't know, seeing how the, the offense keeps growing. Hopefully, you know, they score more Kyler coming to a second year. They added Hopkins if they flourish and, they're as exciting and high scoring as everybody think they are. Drake's ceiling is higher than this eleven, but just with those uncertainties, I don't know. All these guys are good, man, but you know, everybody got their own opinion. But that's that's my guy. I love the offense, so take some Kenyon Drake right there.
1: All right, my number eleven is uh, Joe Mixon. Um, so you touched on him at number twelve. So for me, you know, you got a Joe Burrow coming in, and of course, he's you know expected to have a great career, but. Um I think you got to take some pressure off Joe early on by establishing a run and you got to help a running back back there in Cincinnati to help you do that. So, um, we guys saw Joe Mixon had a slow start last season, but he picked it up towards the end. Um so I'm expecting Joe to basically carry most of that load, meaning I want the Bengals to, you know, establish the run, um and then from there they can lean on him also with some checkdowns and getting him involved in a passing game too. So he caught 35 passes last year. So I'm expecting, you know, Joe to leverage Joe Joe to leverage Joe. I didn't Joe realize, to Joe. I didn't realize it was Joe to Joe, but uh, expecting Burrow to leverage Mixon in the passing game, even from a check-down standpoint, you know, some screens. So um, they're definitely going to establish a run and get him involved. So I have him as my RB11.
0: Dude, Mixon can go out there and catch 60, 70 passes. Man, he's that talented. Easily. Yeah, they have to use him. So I like that number 11. Let's go to my number 10, man. This is the guy who finished as the number two back in PPR um hey aaron jones if he gets the workload man there's no way he's not going to be a top guy well he got the workload last year and then they go draft a guy and aj Dillon that is a dog a beast and everybody's nervous about these uh red zone touches for aaron jones i am that guy too look if um they didn't draft aj Dillon, aaron jones would be probably a top five back um, I don't care if he had a lot of boom games. You kind of like that from your running back, man. You know, yeah, it's cool to have consistency, but you want to have those high ceiling games for your running backs that going to be able to compete with some of the top end running backs and just uh, fancy players in general. So uh, I like Aaron Jones. I-, I think he's the best pass catcher out the backfield. I think he'll catch another fifty passes plus. He's the most elusive back, so. They're going to use them just, I think if those touchdowns come down. I think he had 19 last year. It's hard to to just say somebody's going to get 19 touchdowns. But Aaron Jones, man, is super talented. He did everything we wanted him to last year. And then they still went and drafted A.J. Dillon in the second round. So it makes me nervous. That's why I have him down at 10. Not it's not a talent thing. It's just situation, man. I don't I don't know what that front office is doing. Seem like they're trying to move forward, but. Just knowing they got somebody on his ass at running back is just keeping them down at
1: 10. All right. My number 10 is uh, Miles Sanders. So Philadelphia Eagles running back. Um, starting in week 13, you know, he had at least 15 carries and also five catches. So he's getting at least 20 touches a game, True. at least at the back end of the season. Um, reason why I still have him a little bit low is just because that Philly offense, they want to throw the ball. So they got Carson Wentz. You know, they got to throw to Ertz and Goddard. And then also they got a rookie. Um, there, um, Jalen, Jalen Rieger, Rieger, and of course, um, Deshaun, hopefully he can stay healthy and then, uh, you know, Alshon. So they got a lot of uh, options in the passing game. So given that they still are a pass, you know, first offense for the most part, but Miles, you know, he gets involved in the passing game as well. Um, also, you know, their reports coming out of there with the running backs coach, Deuce Staley, you know, he's expecting Miles to handle a heavier load. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. So. For me, I got Miles as my number 10 RB in redrive. Man, he's he's a riser in my
0: eyes. <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> <laughs> that was corny. All right, so look, what we're gonna do is get into cracking the top 10. Number nine, Mr. Derek Henry. What can you say about, you know, an old school traditional give him the ball 350 times and raise hell running back? exactly what i just said about him look he's always gonna get the touches no matter what uh i don't care if they're winning or losing they're gonna run the ball It's what they do derrick henry does not get injured he's a big boy nobody wants to tackle him he just seems to get better and better as the game goes on so i pretty much lock him in as long as he stays healthy into 300 rushes Um, He doesn't get involved in a passing game. That's the only reason why I have him down at number nine in PPR. You kind of got to get those backs to have some kind of promise or upside. And catching some passes, man. They say a pass in PPR is worth two times as much as a carry. They say that. So Henry, if you ask me who top three guys that could lead the league in rushing, pure rushing, it's Derrick Henry. But uh, it just takes away some of his upside knowing that he's not going to get involved in the passing game. So it's the only reason I have him at nine. He's a dog. He's a beast. I feel like everybody should want a Derrick Henry as their running back. But, you know, like I said, you got to pay attention to format. So standard format keeps me
1: having him at RB9. All right. My RB9 is Kenyon Drake, um, Arizona Cardinals. Um, so, you know, the NFC West is actually like, it might be the toughest division in football. That's usually a bottleneck division where it comes down to week 16, week 17, just to figure out who's even getting into the real NFL playoffs. So, um, I got Kenyon Drake, um, just given, you know, you're going up against a Sean McVay offense. You're going up against a Kyle Shanahan offense. You're going up against a Russell Wilson offense. Is that a Pete Carroll offense or is that a Russell Wilson offense? I kind of gave the (laughs) credit to the QB, but, uh. I mean, those those are offenses that you don't want to go down the field and a player or two and have that offense back on the field. So, um, I'm, you know, so I'm expecting the Cardinals to basically lean on the run, leverage Kenyon Drake. I mean, we saw what he did. He basically looked like a completely different player once he got out of Miami. Um, and, you know, the Cardinals will feed him the ball. So you got all these pass catches around that's going to open up the passing lane and the rushing lane for him. So he catches passes out of the backfield. Um, you even got to count for Kyler, who even, you know, opens up even more rushing lanes, you know, at the quarterback position. So, for me, Kenyon Drake's my RB9. I like that, man. I Like I said, man, all these backs are good.
0: We're going to get to a point where it's opinion, but Kenyon Drake should be fired this year. should yep. be real fired. All right, let's get into my number eight, and this is my guy planting my flag all offseason. I apologize to Vic. We, we started a lot of co-GM leagues this year. Kind of planted my flag on this guy, so every time it was up to, get to these point of these turns of the second or, you know, third round of dynasty, whatever it is in these startup drafts. I'm always like, Hey, Josh Jacobs, my guy. So he had to deal with that a lot, man. And look, the only reason I don't have him even higher because I love his talent, man is just the scarcity of not being a PPR back. I trust his talent. He had over a thousand yards in his rookie. He's my offensive rookie of the year in the NFL. So he should have got that, trust me. With the work he was doing, he's banged up a little bit, messed his shoulder up in the middle of the season, was trying to play through it. But, you know, those are the growing pains of getting acclimated to the NFL. You know, he didn't take a super big workload in college, but uh, I think he transitioned well into being a workhorse back, and he started off as a pass down catching back in Alabama. So if they can transition his true talent of what they thought he was coming in and add it with what he did last year, man, I don't, I don't know what the ceiling is for Josh Jacobs, man. He's great. He's a great talent. He's making people look like a fool last year. But, you know, if they involve him just a tad bit more into the passing game, man, I, I, I still think he has, you know, room to keep on going up. So Josh Jacobs is going to be my guy. I plan on having him in a lot of leagues, dynasty and redraft. So,
1: yeah. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. My number eight is uh, Aaron Jones. So, of course, he finished as the RB2 last year. But uh, I got him sliding a little bit. Um, Of course, you know, with Matt LaFleur, he wants to run the ball, and they brought in A.J. Dillon, you know, at least in the second round, so they invested some draft capital. They still got Jamal Williams, so with Aaron Jones, Jamal Williams going to these contract years, you know, I'm expecting Williams to get into some of those touches, and also Dillon, just given, you know, you need to figure out if you're going to bring any of those guys back or even extend them. Um, So I really think we're going to see all three, Um, so that's why I have Aaron Jones um, at number eight, instead of, you know, being in the top five, but... I mean, we all seen what Aaron Jones can do. He's good at the inside zone run. Um, he gets a lot of goal line work, you know, when they're in the shotgun and Aaron Rodgers hands it off to him and he catches passes. So um, I still expect Aaron Jones to crack the top 10.
0: I like that. All right, so this is this is where it gets crazy, man, and I've been doing my studying. So I don't think you've ever heard me say this guy this high, but he, he skyrocketed up. You know, I liked him, but he skyrocketed up once. They didn't bring in any veterans, man. And look, Miles Sanders man the back end of the season when a Jordan Howard was hurt couldn't bring him back it was just him and Boston Scott Alshon wasn't there to wrap up the season Alshon's probably not gonna start the season they didn't have a Deshaun Jackson Deshaun Jackson's only good for a few games anyway man I just I think once they finally gave him the full workload as the true running back he was already getting acclimated in the pass down catching as the pass down catching back even when jordan howard was there so all they did was transition him into more carries man he started turning up at the end of the season i know he won me and Vic uh championship it sounds weird Vic didn't have him on the team and he still won uh, Vic a championship last year yep <laughs> yeah so um man mal sanders i i was just waiting to see how this offseason played out for him they didn't bring anybody in to compete it's just him and Boston Scott in that backfield. I love the offense. Like I said, I love the organization. And I love all the coach speak. You was talking about Deuce Staley earlier. They they want to let him be a true workhorse. I think they like his talent. And I think this will be the first time Peterson will have a true workhorse in his backfield. So I like Miles Sanders, man. Just I don't know. I can't I can't talk about him enough, but he's gonna go up. I think he caught 50 passes last year as a rookie. So uh, I think, you know, I think uh, about 857 yards, something like that on the ground. So as a rookie, man, nobody's really doing that. So I think he's only going to go up now with the full opportunity. So Miles Sanders, man, that was my next pack.
1: All right, my RB7 this year in redraft is Alvin Kamar. So last year he finished as the RB9 while only, you know, playing in – well, it looks like he missed 14 games. So he he missed uh, two games. So given that – Um, The previous year, he was RB4, and then in his rookie season, he was RB3, so um, I'm expecting him to flirt close with the top five, Um, but of course, you know, they're going to feed and feature Michael Thomas. Um, They brought in Emmanuel Sanders, so hopefully, you know, the Saints finally get a true number two wide receiver, and you got to keep in mind, they still got Jared Cook, so, you know, he's a sneaky top 10 tight end play, um, really any tight end in the Saints offense, so um, I got Alvin as the RB7, hopefully he can stay healthy. But, I mean, he's proven to be, you know, in the top five. And, again, if he didn't miss those two games last year, he probably would have cracked it again.
0: Hell, yeah. But hell he's in my top seven this year, though. So, I know, man. Shout out to Alvin Kamara. He's still not up on my list. Look, <laughs> the guy that might look like a surprise is my number six. Man, I'm not going to lie. It's strictly off uh, Damian Williams uh, opting out. Clyde Edwards Hilaire, man, I think – Andy Reid's running back, man. Just give me that guy. Like the guy they went and got in the first round, the guy that can catch out the backfield, the guy that can run and be elusive. The guy that Pat Mahomes said I want on my team as my running back. Give me him in a basically a clear backfield. And I'm not it, it I wasn't going rookie fever, but when Williams opted out and we had that clarity, man, I just started thinking about who has the most upside as running back in this is where he ended up at man I pretty much locked in my five as the studs no matter what kind of format you in and then after those top five I'm like who's next upside like naturally and it was him I think he's going to catch a ton of passes I think he's going to walk into 10 plus rushing touchdowns just off the best offense in NFL so I don't know man you you talked a lot of it, so I don't have to keep on talking it but I think he's going to walk into 10 Russian touchdowns on his own naturally. So you just add on to his production on top of that. So shout out to Clyde, man. He's my number six. It might sound hot takey, um, but I think he's going to get a lot of work, a lot of scoring, a lot of passes. So he's my number six, man. And I'm, I'm, I'm taking him there no matter what.
1: All right. My number six is uh, Leonard Fournette. So this is a guy, you know, you can get in the third or fourth round. Um, he's a, You know, plug him in as your RB two, but he can give you that RB one type production. So mind you, last year he was finished as the RB seven, and he did that while only scoring three touchdowns on the ground. So I'm expecting them to definitely improve on that. So if he's gonna, you know, if we're planning for him to score more than three touchdowns on the ground, hell, he might even crack the top five. But um, I'm expecting that Jacksonville offense to be in a negative game script, so they're gonna be throwing a lot. You know, they're gonna be throwing to DJ Shark and also uh, Leviska Chanel and. Chris Conley, you know, all these guys. So uh they even brought in, uh Tyler Eifert. And if Chris Thompson can stay healthy, you know, I'm sure he'll catch some passes. But we already know what Fournette can do as well in the passing game. They like to run screens um, to Fournette too. So um, Leonard Fournette's my RB6. All right,
0: top five time. Number five, Dalvin Cook. And like you said, all these guys are good. You can play how you want to. Dalvin Cook in straight running offense, they play through him. Honestly, I can probably tell you he, he, the way he ran last year, he probably would have ended as top three, but he always finds a way to get banged up at the end of the year. So it's not too much to say about Dalvin Cook. He's involved no matter what the game script is. If if, like I said, if they're losing, he's going to run. If they're winning, they're going to run. So Dalvin Cook getting all the touchdowns, getting all the run, and he'll catch out the backfield. He's my
1: number five, man, just because he gets that work. That's my number five as well, so that's our first one. We um, out here. So, yeah, Dalvin Cook for me as well. And like you said, you know, they played through him. And with um, Stefan Diggs being shipped out of there, of course, they brought in a rookie and Justin Jefferson. But, you know, we'll see how quickly he can adjust and step into that number two role and shine. But um, at the end of the day, the offense runs through Dalvin and then Thielen. And then, of course, they like to sneak and throw it to Cal Rudolph. So. <laughs> mother fluffer. Yeah, man. So, yeah, that's marby RB5 too. All
0: right. Number four number 4.
1: Alvin Kamara,
0: man, look, everybody think he had just the worst damn season last year. He's still a top 10 running back. Um played with Teddy Bridgewater for weeks, weeks. I mean, yeah, they won games, but no Drew Brees led offense, man. That makes a difference. He played banged up. Maybe he should have set out a little longer. I don't care how you cut it. He had games missed. He had banged up games. And it's coming out that his injury was worse than what we actually knew. So you talk about bounce back, man. If he slides at all, take him. He's always locked in for 70, 80 catches, no matter what. On and I'm talking about Clyde Edwards walking into 10 touchdowns. As long as Drew Brees is there, he'll probably walk into 10 too. So give me Alvin, man. They, they love him there. Yeah. Yeah, they have a uh, Latavius, but come on, man. Don't don't play Alvin like that get you some Alvin Kamara, especially if people are nervous about last year.
1: All right. My RB four is Zeke. Um, so I'm going down to Dallas. Um, of course, uh, he finished as, let me pull up my notes, had it in my notes. He was the RB three last year, but, um, uh, you know, given they got all these pass catchers and, you know, Dak, he throws the ball a lot. So they're going to be throwing the ball. Um, so I'm starting to think, you know, they're, they're transitioning to a balanced offense. Um, so of course Zeke is still going to get involved. He's going to get his carries. He's going to get some passes out of there, but. Uh, with a hey, Dak trying to nail this big contract, man, they're gonna make him throw. Like, hey, show us if it's worth you know investing in you in the long term. So, um, but yeah, I got Zeke as a RB four, so he's gonna crack the top five. Plus, he's aging, but he's still solid. So,
0: hey, Zeke is definitely my number three. Standing by it. One, he already had COVID, so I don't think he can get it again. That's true. <laughs> uh, two yeah the offense is even more talented bringing in uh cd lamb and finally letting blake jarwin flourish i think that still creates more scoring opportunities too man it doesn't you know i don't think it automatically means to go straight to scoring touchdowns even if the attempts and yardage goes up i think zeke is one of those guys who's going to walk into 10 touchdowns too in a great offense man and If those uh, pass catchers are going to draw even more attention, take even more away, because they do. You got Amari and Gallup, man. Those are two talented guys. And CD is stud-level talent itself. So I don't know who you're going to be able to choose to focus in on, but if you can get any more attention off of Zeke, that's just good for that backfield. So one of the most consistent running backs ever. He won't ever do you wrong. If he don't have those blow-up games, he still won't do you wrong. So. Zeke number three, man, just off, off off, of the consistency, bro. So give me some Zeke all day.
1: All right, my number three might surprise you guys, but I'm going with King Henry, um, Tennessee Titans. So they finally paid him. They extended him for four years. You know, we already know what he can do. He bulldozes over defenses. He finished as the RB5 last year. Um, they definitely, you know, at least with the offense, you know, they want to play through the run. They established a run. Um, I don't think they're going to, you know, play it safe with him. They're just going to run him. I mean, he's there. He's not going anywhere. He's paid. Um, he averages 19 points a game. So, of course, you know, we're talking PPR, but he doesn't catch many passes out of the backfield. But he makes up for it, on, you know, at least on the ground. So, hella comfortable. Again, he he has the Russian title coming off this season. Um, so, yeah, he's the man. So, different breed. So, give me some uh, Derrick Henry as my RB3.
0: Are we locking in? I'm pretty sure we got the same top two. So, you guessed right on having three. So, do you, do you want to rent on one? Do you have a specific one you want to rent on? No, or you want to just keep flowing? I think you like number two better, right? I I do, but I'm just – in Dynasty, I w- – okay, look. Number two, I like Saquon. Redraft, I do think CMC is number one. But in Dynasty, man, if you're just going to ask me who I think is the most talented running back, I think it's Saquon, man. And, uh, I think – if, if he had every opportunity that CMC got, they used him as a damn receiver. They used CMC as a running back. They used him as the lifeline on that team. I think Saquon is more talented, and you can use him more than that. I don't know if they will, uh, but, look, give me the guy who who walked in as being, you know, one of those guys who was like, he's going to be this, and then he turned out to be that, live up to those expectations, came in, balled his rookie year, had a banged up sophomore year, so I think a lot of guys are nervous. But they forget, man. He's going to go out there and flirt with hundred catches too, man. I think it's a real thing. And you asked me a guy who could, uh, who could uh, contend for the Russian title, Saquon, man. If he's healthy, man, it's going to be fire. So that's all I'll say, man. Saquon.
1: Yeah, that's my number two as well. I um, mean, he's a, he, you know, he's a, he's a special guy. So echo, echo everything you said. Um, you know, he's in the perfect offense that wants to feature him. Of course, you know, his receivers around him, they kind of rotate on who's going to be injured, you know, any <laughs> given week. So, given that, um as long as Saquon can stay healthy too. I know he missed a couple games. Um but yeah, he definitely can compete with Christian for the rush or for the number 1 title in fantasy with the at least on the running back, so.
0: Yeah.
1: But yeah, man, that's fire, man. Um, I know we got a few more minutes, man, so let's just hit on number 1, man, CMC, right? So, we landed on 3. That was my guess. Um but yeah, he's elite. I mean, it's no way to, you know, to, can't describe it any other way. Um, my only question is, I know they brought in a new coach. You know, are they going to, you know, switch up the system a little bit? Are they going to look to throw more, make, you know, feature DJ Moore, all these other guys? So that's the only question mark. I'm just curious to see how this new offense gets established. Um, but I'm sure they're still going to run through Christian. Yeah, uh, it
0: would be interesting to see a, you know, a healthy Curtis Samuel you know with an efficient quarterback and bringing in robbie and the robbie robbie and the culture guys and then dj and stud so we'll see man if if all those targets are there i wouldn't doubt if he ends up with 100 catches again but we'll see man it's, it's, it's a new system and new quarterback so who knows what's going to happen but they pour it all on that guy and you know what he takes it he don't he don't shy away from it he don't back down and he does he hasn't he hasn't Failed yet, so I don't see why not go back to it.
1: Yeah, all right. So I'm just gonna recap my list and then I'm gonna let Dot do his. So my number 12 was Clyde Edwards, number 11, Joe Mixon, number 10, Miles Sanders, nine, Kenyon Drake, eight, Aaron Jones, seven, Alvin, six, Fournette, five, Cook, four, Zeke, three, King Henry, two, Saquon, number one, CMC. And Dot's list is 12, Mixon,
0: 11, Drake, 10, Aaron Jones, nine, King Henry. Do we have to acknowledge him as King Henry? You don't have to. Derrick Henry at nine. Josh Jacobs at eight. Miles Sanders at seven. CEH at six. Dalvin at five. Alvin at four. Dalvin, Alvin. Zeke at three. Saquon two. CMC at one, man. So look, those are our top 12 running backs. Um, Quick fast. Favorite running back outside the top 12? You got one?
1: I'm going to go Josh Jacobs.
0: And I'm going to stay with my Nick Chubb. Cause, you know, hey, he's probably going to contend for a Russian title too. So that's that's it, man. Look, I hope you guys CMC is not number one.
1: Ooh. Yeah, we'll see.
0: We'll see. We'll see. Ooh. I mean, and he's probably, yeah, he probably is, bro. Yeah. this <laughs> and it's not talent. So if if you think I'm saying that. It's off talent. I think it's off involvement. The way and he's super talented too. So I'm not taking away from him. But your house spoke about Saquon, but it is opportunity
1: too. Yeah, it's, it's a system. So put uh, you know, put uh, Saquon in that system. You know, he could be the number one easily. So. Oh my God, that <laughs> that took a sharp turn. All right.
0: <laughs> <Ooh>. <laughs> nah, he he deserved everything he got, bro. If you if you. Positionally, if you put him at a receiver, he probably would have been a top ten receiver with his catches in PPR four point PPR. So, I'll speak on that. We're not going to touch on that.
1: Woo! All right, man. So uh, that wraps up this week's uh, episode. So this week we delivered the redraft top twelve RBs. Next week we're going to talk wide receivers. So get our top twelves then. Um, um, hey, <laughs> go ahead, and walk us out, Dot.
0: Hey, I am Dynasty Bro Dot, and this is my co-bro
1: Dynasty Bro Vic. Hey, it's been another episode. We appreciate you guys. Shout out to Black and White Sports Network. Go check out their show. That's happening right now. So, yeah, until next time.
0: Next time. Can I say this before we leave? Yeah. Hey, he broke a record for running back fantasy points. That's That speaks volumes.
1: Yeah. Peace.